This episode of the Major Issues Podcast is brought to you by Patreon.com slash CBC Clubhouse. Comic Book Click is on Patreon, guys. For as little as $0.10 cents a day or $3 a month, not only can you help keep the lights on here at Comic Book Click headquarters, but your donation gives you access to exclusive content like CBC commentaries, polls where you can choose what content we cover next, and special behind-the-scenes footage of things here at Comic Book Click. Visit Patreon.com slash CBC Clubhouse today and become a Patreon. And remember, you, yes you, are worthy. everybody out there in comic book land my name is george serrano aka the don and if you're listening to this you can only be here for one reason and that's a brand new episode of the major issues podcast brought to you by comicbookclick.com and as always i am never alone sir could you please introduce yourself brand new episode black I'm Claudius Maximus. Claudius Maximus is in a mood. It's been some time, my friend, since you've been on the Major Issues podcast. We've been on this MCU journey together, um, you know, through its ups and its downs. And I felt poetic to make sure that we were able to reunite to tackle the latest installment into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You know, we went Marvel starved last year right Ooh, like nothing oh, for man. the entire year and i was hungry <laughs> and then this year you know we've had already loki falcon winter soldier wandavision now black widow they, um, they have been they have been treating us dude they have been treating us what what are you are you digging this new wave of marvel content how are you feeling Blow, I, it's not i'm i'm digging it but i feel blessed i feel blessed i can't lie yeah i can't lie well, the, the big thing about this uh, film that we're covering here today is I feel like we've set up for this kind of for this exact film, not even this kind of film, three different right. times, at three different occasions. <laughs> we were getting ready to see this film. Um, I remember it was one of the films um, nominated for most anticipated of 2020. Um, we were hot off the heels of the highest grossing film at the time, Avengers mm-hmm. Endgame. And we were set to get this little Natasha, you know, film off the ground. And nothing, uh, you know, due to COVID and stuff like that. Do lots feel- of pushbacks, lots of <laughs> wait, we'll we'll give it to you later. Right. You know? Did you feel any of these delays uh messed up the momentum of this film? You know something? I was hoping you was gonna ask something like that. I was actually saving my answers for that um for, for that type of question for like late in the towards the end. Yeah, but um we're here now, we're here now. Um to be honest, um, I'm I'm not well. In retrospect, I'm kind of glad they pushed it back as many times as they did. But I don't know if it would have done so well if they didn't push it back. So you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because yeah. I, I I think people were just like, oh, it's gonna be a Black Widow movie. She's already gone. Um, but still, dude, pushing pushing that back, and um, I'm I'm trying to get excited. I yeah. got I got excited. I got excited real late. You know, once I knew it was going to be up for sure, I'm, I was like, oh, no, I got to get in there, bro. Yeah, I wasn't 100 percent like I I like the character. I'm always up for another mm-hmm, MCU mm-hmm. film, but I, I did feel a little bit deflated when I knew I couldn't see it last year when it was supposed to come. Yeah. Out. I mean, the same thing happened yeah. to Wonder Woman as well, you know. 
But I mean, it's, I'll, I'll give this bit of a, a review early on. I like this way more than I liked Wonder Woman 1984. <laughs> Ooh, you know something? I'm going to I'm gonna say that. And I enjoyed 84, you know? You know what I'm um, saying? Um, I, I wasn't a fan of 84. You were. But we're both saying off the rip um, that we liked it. For those who haven't yes. seen it, uh, who, you know, have been maybe waiting for whatever reason in the world to watch it, I usually like to start these off even if it's just five minutes of no spoilers, mm-hmm. um, what do you got to say to those uh, who haven't seen it? Spoiler free about the movie. What up? So if you're, if you haven't seen any of the shows, you know, on Disney plus, um, 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 it'll, Oh man, it's such a shot in the arm, bro. Then it, all right. So oh, you got, you got the TV shows and those, those for the time being, for when they got their movies in gear, was going to be the shot, shot in the arm you needed to hold you over. Yeah. But this is this is the booster shot that puts you over the edge, bro. Like, oh man, I and it's and it's cool that I'm saying this because, um, for the weight and, and everything, I didn't think it was going to be such worth the weight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm glad that it was. Yeah, there, there's been people saying, there've been people trying to take the air out of this the same way they did mm-hmm. with uh, Captain Marvel films like this you know sometimes it's people's agenda to try to raid on these parades and one of the things i saw was like oh i guess it wasn't that good because not everybody's talking about it but to be honest besides the enjoyable moments like i don't really think there's things in here to really spoil like that that right. are gonna break right apart it's, it's just like a really good <sighs> yeah it's just a really in my opinion a really enjoyable and entertaining story um you just gotta remind remind yourself that it's a story in between yeah, they, yes, you yes. know, in the grand scope of, of the MCU, it's a story in between, you know, yeah, so two, nice two little bigger story, yeah. nice little, yeah, nice little beefy, um, side, side quest is that what I like to call it? <laughs> yeah, um, I think, I think that if you haven't seen it, you should just go in a bit open minded. Uh, there's going to be some things that surprise you, there's going to be some things that you may rub wrong against, but I do think that overall the meal is, is worth it. There may, there may be parts of the meal you don't like. Maybe something is over seasoned. Maybe something, you know, you right, wish right. you had a little bit more of yeah, the no, meal I'm, together. A lot, don't, a lot of people don't like their vegetables anyway. So that's what it is. The meal altogether <laughs> for me was definitely worth it. Uh, so yeah. that's my recommendation. But one of the things I will also say, if you haven't seen it and you have an opportunity to hear this strangely before you decide to um, see it with family, if you can. That was something yeah. I, I told uh, Claudius Maximus, I suggested, or I said that my viewing experience was at least colored by that fact. Mm-hmm. This is a, a very family-oriented mm-hmm. film. That's for um, sure, yep. And watching it around family, or if you have a family, I feel like those things, or even if you have like a kind of messed up. And even, and even family, so, you can kind of tell, you can kind of even tell from the trailer that it was going to be that way anyway. You know, you got his sister, sister his sisters, mom, dad, you know. Yeah, this the film really captures... Family the weird like imperfect perfect nature of family like how, mm-hmm. like none of it really makes sense but it all kind of does make sense i thought that was really really good but if you are already called as maximus we can get fully into this spoiler uh filled let's, with you let's let's do it because nothing is strong with me firmly that's what they say <laughs> <laughs> that's what they say, right? That's all, it's all over the internet. So Black Widow is a 2021 American superhero film based on the Marvel Comics character of the same name. Uh, it was produced by Marvel Studios, distributed by Walt Disney Studios, um, and is the 24th film in the MCU. 
24. King Mouse. Ooh, 24, Kobe. 24. Oof. Uh, the film was directed by Kate Shortland from a screenplay by Eric Pearson and stars Scarlett Johansson as Natasha Romanoff uh, slash Black Widow alongside Florence Pugh, David Harbour, O.T. Fagbini, Ogla, Curry, right, uh, William Hurt, Ray Winstone, and Rachel Weiss. Black Widow premiered on June 29th, 2021 at various events around the world and was also released in the United States on July 9th simultaneously in theaters and through Disney Plus uh, with premiere access. I believe that was 30 bucks. Same thing as like Mulan. Mm-hmm. It was 30 bucks. And they saying they made. Oh, yeah. I'm, I got it right here, bro. Bro. And right that's, here. Like, that's what I'm and like. That's what I want to get into too eventually. But oh, dude, oh, 100%. I really unexpected. That's why uh, it, I'm like, holy cow! If they if they didn't push it back as much as they did, I don't think, you know. Yeah, it, it was like and a even at storm. first, and even at first they were gonna release it, try to release it in theaters anyway. Yeah, until I don't think it was until the second time they were trying to release it, they said, "Listen, we're just gonna release it on Disney Plus." You know. Yeah, and that was one of the biggest things at the time. Warner Brothers completely just said, "Like we're gonna release the like the next year's slate of movies on Max and." You know, and um, some people wanted to follow suit in a sense. Yeah, and a lot of people didn't think Disney, which was is cool. Which to. is cool. Yeah, they were trying to like Black Widow's release and Wonder Woman's release were like playing chicken for a while. Yeah, um, and even Wonder Woman didn't know whether or not they were gonna let it go to streaming. So a lot of people thought that once they found out what was gonna happen with Wonder Woman, we'll find out what's gonna happen with this. Um, it was the first film. It is the first film in Phase Four of the MCU, and it was delayed three times, like we already said. It was initially slated to come out May 2020, um, but COVID happened. Regardless, it broke several pandemic box office records upon release. It's already grossed 159 million worldwide. And on top of that, earned 60 million globally from Premier Access. So $60 million Mm. from on demand. Yeah. That's pretty good. That is pretty good. 60 mil. And that's also, like I said, it's it's pretty good because like there's no getting higher than that a household, right? Maybe maybe if there's two families in that household, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know. Whereas tickets, you can always go higher, right? Because t- uh, yeah, of course, because you got to pay for every ticket as opposed yeah. to like every streaming service. You just put it on the TV, and everybody in the family can watch. Yeah, so that sixty is nothing to scoff at. It's right, right. It's but I'm just surprised. I'm just surprised it even got got up up there, cracked that like that, you know. Yeah, I mean, 150 million is no, that's pretty damn good. I remember people were disappointed when um, like bigger films hit that, you know, like I feel like this was a bit of a dark horse for certain people, but it's still still killing it. And uh, also kudos to um, Marvel, Disney, whoever the hell is creating those uh, MCU Legends shorts on Disney Plus. I don't know if you've watched those. Oh, dude, I haven't. I haven't watched not one of those, man. I'm, only because I forget <laughs> that that's actually up there. Yeah, it's basically a short, like anywhere between five to like uh, maybe 10 minutes um, spotlighting a character and their events from the first time you met them in the MCU to where they're at um, leading up to a property. So um, initially they did this for Wanda and Vision separately, all Mm -hmm. of their MCU history uh, separately and then leading up to WandaVision. Then they did uh, Bucky. Um, wow. Sam and Sharon Carter. I'm a, stop it! You're, you're, uh, the more you say, the more I, I gotta. Oh, the back I've been a lot, dude. I've been watching a lot of Sesame Street, man. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. I know. I know you. I was gonna say a growing father, but I guess you are a growing <laughs> father. 
I guess that's how that works. <laughs> and this is a this film is about family. Let's talk about it. This 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 family in 1995. So yeah, of all things, our film starts off in Ohio in 1995, and uh, we see a little blue haired girl riding her bike around the neighborhood, and we hear other kids call her Nat. So initially, I'm like already having my arms crossed because I'm like, are they gonna try to tell me that Nat's American born? Neighbors mm-hmm. know her. I'm already like, wait a minute, what's right. going on here? <laughs> but, With the family and all, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but 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 I'm like, you know, obviously, I I know I know I'm getting ahead of myself. So now, you see that right there. I was I was like, all right, cool. But I was like, what's the co-? the first thing I, I, I said to myself <laughs> was, what's the cover? <laughs> yeah, what's the catch? What's the catch? What's the, yeah, what's the catch? What's the cover? You know, she's been uh, spying. She know her ways, man. We see her playing with her younger sister. Uh, the youngest gets hurt. So her mom, played by Rachel Weiss, uh, consoles her and brings both girls in so they can have dinner. When their father, David Harbour, arrives, he seems nervous and eventually tells the entire family they have to leave immediately. So this was bugging me out, right? Because the adventure. Like the, 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 that and then like, but I'm hungry. Oh, don't worry. I have fruit roll-ups in the car. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, we're not even eating dinner. I'm like, we're not even eating dinner. Like, your daughter wants dinner and she's hungry, and you're like, no, we got to go now. But I have some candy in the car. Like, that's um, but like, even little Nat is on it, right? She's obviously knows it more than um, than the younger one or the youngest one does. Um, it is revealed that the parents we have been watching were deep cover Russian agents on a mission, the entire family was a facade. Uh, so that the spies would be able to go about their business undetected. Uh, they were doing, they were trying to steal some stuff from shield. And like, I grew up at a time where there were a lot of movies fixated on like this weird Russian spy thing. Right. Espionage. And, espionage. Whatever. <laughs> I'm like, how freaking bad does it get? Apparently it gets pretty bad. I found out that there was an investigation done in 2010. And using forged documents, some spies assumed stolen identities of Americans, enrolled at American universities, joined professional organizations, and infiltrated government circles. That's uh, deep. <laughs> they, uh, two of the individuals used the name Richard and Cynthia Murphy and resided in Hoboken, New Jersey in the mid-1990s before purchasing a home in Montclair. Check this out. Another couple... Named in court documents were journalists uh, Vicky Palaez and Mikhail Vensikov uh, in Yonkers, New York. The court filings allege that the couple were arranged in Russia's uh, like a cohabitant thing. And they went so far as to uh, have kids together to maintain their deep cover. So this is real. <laughs> that is real. This is deep. I'm like, you ain't going to find, I don't know what you spying on in Yonkers, though. But I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, ain't nothing, ain't nothing over there. <laughs> ain't nothing over there. Don't go to the Bronx. They were trying to find out the Krabby Patty sauce from the uh, chopped cheese recipe, bro. That's that's, it's well, that's not there. You got the chum bucket up there. <laughs> the chum bucket. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they leave with no time to pack, and they um, drive to a small escape plane. Fake dad pulls guard while, while mom gets the plane ready. And this is the first mm-hmm. instance where we see David Harbour's character has like enhanced strength. Yeah. When he, pulled, when he pulled that, that, what was that? A dumpster? When he pulled like that he dumpster over. I kinda, like, I, 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 for, first of all, I'm just going to let this be known now. I pop for anything super soldiery in the MCU, you know? Um, yeah. Yep. 100%. I, 
I went with my sisters and one of them, like I, I often forget how much I know. And that sits like, I've mm-hmm. known he was a super soldier since the trailer because I right, know the right. character red guardians is super soldier. Mm-hmm. Um, but my sister didn't. So as soon as she did that and they, and when they said at one point, like get up super soldier or something like that, like she, her eyes perked up because she had just been watching all the episodes of Falcon and Winter Soldier. Okay, right. You know what I'm saying? That's all they've been talking about, Super Soldier, Super Soldier, and this idea that there, that, that there cool. are so many different ones hidden in the world, right? Like mm-hmm. um, like Isaiah Bradley and stuff. Like, So, yeah, sure, there, there'll be another one out here. I'm also, the reason why I'm not mentioning anyone's names by name is because we didn't get those names yet, right? So I'm mm-hmm. just like, right. this is just dad and mom at the time. So they managed to evade capture, although the mother was shot, and they meet their boss, General Drakoff, in Cuba. Drakoff refers to the dad as Alexi, the Red Guardian, and the mother as Melina. After some protest, um, Drakoff has Natasha and Yelena drugged and taken to the Red Room for training. So we got a lot to unpack here with this opening scene. A Mm -hmm. bunch of of stuff to unpack. Uh, One of the first things I want to unpack is... I fell down a rabbit hole. You saw how I fell down that yeah. rabbit hole with the spies? You fell, did, you fall, did you fall down a red room rabbit hole? Close to it. Check this out. Yeah. I, I, out, I think I, I found out uh, some, uh, some of that stuff is kind of real. I fell down a 1995 rabbit hole. Ooh, 95 rabbit hole. A 95 rabbit hole. And anyone listening to this, double check this and tell me if I'm wrong. But 1995 is the year that Natasha is, or I seem to I guess you would say the origin of Yelena Belova as mm-hmm. a Black Widow, right? Um, so 1995 is the beginning of Yelena. 1995 is also the same year that Thanos steals Gamora from her okay. planet. Uh-oh, uh-oh, symmetry. 1995 is the year that Captain Marvel takes place. Okay. 1995 is the year that Stick starts training Elektra. In Daredevil, <laughs> right, right. What's up with all these dangerous women in, in 1995 doing something? Doing See, some, I am missing something. Talk about the red room stuff, and I um, uh, um, oh, I well, was led to believe some of that stuff is actually like legit. I believe, not the red room itself, but something like the red room. Well, um, I'm gonna get into that in a second when I get into that credit scene because I think that's what like okay really sets that off. But um, what did you think about the fake, the whole fake family thing, the accents? What did you think about that whole like setup scene and then the, the really quick teardown scene of them escaping? Um, I, I thought that was awesome because um, I wanted to see how spyish slash um, Black Widowy, you know, how 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 she gone through it yeah. to get to where she's at right now yeah. before she got before she. um came up to, to Mr. Stark with her folders and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. Um, um I, I what about what do you think about American Pie? Them singing American Pie. <laughs> it was man. it was a little messed up. Uh it was a little messed up because you know it's a it's a it's a song about the murder of not the murder, the death, the accidental death of a bunch of musicians who died in a plane crash, uh pretty not- mm-hmm. notably. But um you know has that line, this will be the day that I die. <laughs> mm-hmm. And like watching David Harbour see the little girl sing it in the mirror. Yeah, like, it's like <laughs> kind of like messed up. Like yeah. I don't like any of this. Um, but yeah, I thought that was crazy. But another thing I wanted to say off the rip, I like this movie, but I liked it almost double as much seeing it the second time. Yeah, 
Yeah. So if I want to if... see it again. I definitely want to see it. I'm pro- I'm definitely going to see it again after after um the uh we finish filming this. Um, and that's the great thing my about this, day. right? Because you tomorrow's you, my you hear this podcast. I get to look, and then you get to find those things. Better. Yeah, I get to find those things, and you know, get some cheap pop going. I want to watch before I go back. I go back to work, so hopefully tomorrow I'll be able to sit down and at least watch half of it. You know, I'm I'm sitting there the second time watching this, right? And Mm -hmm. I get like incredibly surprisingly emotional when um, one of the guards goes to grab Yelena. And Natasha kicks the gun out of his hand and Ooh, fucking hold on, all right, hold so, on oh, to old girl, and is like, oh, no, don't you fucking come near her. I will shoot you. I'll, oh, I'll kill you all. What do you think about that? I, I felt that. Yeah, I felt that. <laughs> that was that was real, and I guess because I didn't know where they were going, like what was gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Like this could have all been an overreaction. Right, mm-hmm. I, I didn't mm-hmm. know what was what was gonna happen next. Um, to be honest, what's gonna happen next? I I thought God, I thought she was man. I thought she was gonna shoot him first, and then they were gonna get separated anyway. I truly believe she was gonna shoot the father. Yeah, <laughs> there was a moment right well, there dad, where, dad, where right? she yeah, where she looked like, like oh, you're not gonna shoot you're not gonna shoot dad. But um, dad sounded too sure of himself, so I was like, all right, hold on. The you thing know? is, the thing is, they saw the mother um get mm-hmm. carted away, and he's kind of like not even looking. Yeah, right yeah. away. So they made like in that decision, Natasha's like, "Oh, you may not even care about us. Like, hold up about all this stuff." And then halfway through a speech, uh, uh, like a pep talk, drugged, just fucking injected yeah. in the neck and oh. carted off. And that's it, carted off. And and so then we get this credit sequence, which again, I think is something that on rewatches ten times better. Now I, I have a problem with um uh a trope that's been happening in modern movies that um, it's funny because it's actually parodied in this YouTube video that Kevin showed me one of the um, other members of the clique. There's a new wave of movie trailer, right? Where uh, they are basically the same, but the big thing that connects them is that they're all, they all have some sort of weird, sad, lord-esque cover of a song right oh i know i know what you're saying that is and then like and then after that it just picks up at the ding, 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 ding. yeah i know I, i'm glad. right yo all right cool right. cool cool so right, cool. so so when it first started and i recognized what the song was i i mm-hmm. was a little ticked i was a little ticked honestly i, I was no. a little like okay yeah i've seen this you know mm-hmm. um when it started getting thing for me was when you started seeing clips of the home video. So they uh, show, like, the home video and then they're showing the clips of the training and then they're showing the clips like rushing propaganda and then mm-hmm, they're going back mm-hmm. to them, like opening back presents to them, like Christmas. Yeah. and stuff like that. Like the second time again, the second time watching my heart, my heart, because the thing that I think you're kind of talking about with the red room, I don't know about necessarily, um, you know, spy or assassin training, but we can mm-hmm. talk about human trafficking, right? We right, can talk right. about child trafficking, sex trafficking, these children being put in cages or, or in, you know, shipped overseas like this. We, the second time watching it, they have that shot of them just like bursting open the thing and all the girls, all the kids just screaming as they have mm-hmm. guns pointed in their face. And I'm like, this is, this is a lot, man. There's a lot. Even filming that must have been like, ah. <laughs> 
and then I couldn't help but feel like you know there there was also a bunch of scenes of Drakeoff, and he's there with like the who's who of everybody, right? Like he's this like right. security guy, he's there with everybody. That felt to me like that Jeffrey Epstein shit. You know, mm. like once, like once we figured out who he was, yeah, like, oh crazy. shit, he's in pictures with that's, everybody. That's, yeah, that's wait that's a minute, right there. You feel, and maybe that was I don't know post pre who knows, but it's like they they were like, there's a there's obviously in the dark corners, you know, the, the black market, whatever you want to call it, the mostly legal circles. There obviously is a level of disregard for these countless children, women that go missing. And stuff like that. And that's a big message in this film about how um, disposable certain people take certain classes of people and how they mm-hmm. think they could just throw them away or use them throw for their wages and stuff like that. Uh, and that was kind of crazy. Um, did you catch um, Nat giving Elena the photo booth picture? I did. Yeah, I did, too. But I, some people, I guess, didn't. They were wondering how, how she got the picture later on. I, like, I, you yeah, know what it is? I think I think you I think if you do see it, you forget about it, and it's just like it just the moment passes. It's like, oh, okay, cool, oh, you know. And then boom, we're off. In 2016, Romanov is a fugitive for violating the Sokovia Accords post Civil War. My man, my man Ross Thaddeus. <laughs> she escapes from U.S. Secretary of State Thaddeus Ross and flees to a safe house seen, in Norway. I've seen him. He looked over him. it. He looked over it. But then again, yeah, he, he was, did look over it. He's but he he's always looking over it. But in this in this one, he looked super over it because you know he Tony Tony went away. He couldn't yeah. he couldn't catch Cap. He right. got his friends though. But he yeah. know this. You know Thor still missing. Banner still missing. Yep. Natasha's still missing, but Natasha's the only one he can actually freaking chase. Exactly. You know? And apparently so not he, even he, that, right? Yeah. And he's <laughs> not even that. What'd you think about her little trick of leaving her stuff in the bathroom? I like that shit too. Um I, I like the, the talking fact, crap. And the fact that yeah, I like the talking <laughs> crap. I was just about to get into that. Um I feel like the 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 what is it, the the heart operation she said she he had, the bypass. Yeah. yeah. He said, "What she said is like his third one." Or yeah, because like he mentioned he mentions that at the in Civil War. Remember, mm-hmm. uh, it's a story about how he's went golfing once and had a heart attack or something, and it taught him perspective. That's mm-hmm. the story that he tells in Civil War. So he, she's just poking at him, like bringing back up. Hey, didn't you say you had a bad heart? I wouldn't be doing all this if I were you. So I feel like I feel like that's something. That's that piece of information is like I don't feel like that's a throwaway for some reason. I don't know. I it just yeah. me being paranoid. And it being the first MCU movie back, but I don't know. I don't know if that was a throwaway. Just like maybe, that. maybe the next heart surgery he has needs to have some hey, gamma radiation. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, to, to make maybe sure everything works know? the way that it does. Red Hulk. Hey, um, how do you feel about Mason? Did you know the man's name? Name was Mason. Uh, he the um her like supplier, her like yeah, her her, her homeboy, the plug. Yeah. <laughs> when I looked it up, it said that it was. Somebody who she knew from her past that is romantically into her. Did you feel that? Um, I didn't really feel that, but I feel like they were trying to push that envelope a little bit. I know this sense. may oh, this also may sound thirsty, but like, who's said, not into Scarlett Johansson, right? Right. So, <laughs> but like, he mentioned he. I mean, he mentioned something like like um, she has said something along the friend zone line. Oh, great friend. 
And then he was like, yeah, because every guy wants to hear just that. <laughs> yeah, but before then, he tries to get her to open up, and he's like, "That tell me, tell me, that's what friends do. So he, mm-hmm. what do you want, bro? What's going on here? It's all kinds of crazy. He's trying to double dip. Oh, my God. That didn't work for Banner. You feel me? So nope. got to figure it out. On a mission in Morocco, we see a team of widows fail in an assassination attempt. The blonde of the two goes after the target on foot and watch this, gentlemen. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, go back and watch this footage. She guts that woman like a fish. Like she guts oh, her. Oh, dude, 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 dude. Oh, man. <laughs> I remember I, I said, holy, that's she drops a knife. To the woman's waistline, grabs it, yep. stabs oh, her say, in the, yeah. to, in the stomach, it and then just twists it and then pulls across the stomach. So it's funny because after that, uh, after that, I was like, "Man, if this girl, <laughs> if this girl on the ground turns over, it's over. All her stuff gonna be hanging out." Yeah, <laughs> but but she uh, but, does turn yep. over and she gets exposed we to like behoved. a red a red chemical agent, um, mm-hmm. and she seems to get snapped out of a spell, um. Did you know? I mean, I guess off the rip of everything. Like, do you think without uh, trailers, you would have known that this was Yelena? No, I was very curious about that. So that's why, like, even in, even in writing this write up, if you're just watching the movie as is, this is just a spot two spy women, three spy women, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, getting into something. So I didn't. I mean, if I didn't, if I didn't watch the trailer, then you know. Yeah. Then it would just have been like they were almost. Yeah, almost I wouldn't have known. There. I wouldn't have known at all. Yeah. Um, she's too that uh, Florence Pugh's too big of an actress to not be in trailers <laughs> or on the poster. I totally get that. I'm not arguing that, but the way the movie sets it up, I feel like there's there is a reveal there. Um. So, yeah, she snapped out of her spell of some sort and is instantly regretful of her actions, but the woman tells her to take this stuff and quote unquote free them all. She grabs a, con- a container with vials of um, and then she takes the tracker out of her leg, which causes her co-widow, I guess is the title, to report mm-hmm. that she's gone rogue. Her boss, who happens to be Dracoff from earlier, calls in the taskmaster who seems to be using technology to study fighting styles. This is the first time we see taskmaster. We see them watching. Uh, this is something also that they pointed out. So in the trailer, it's taskmaster watching black widow fight in iron man 2 those guards but right okay yeah, yeah it's her it's him watching clint fight uh black panther in civil war so i wonder why they changed that i wonder if there was an initial uh, initial draft of the film that was different i just chalked it up to the usual psyche mike you know what i mean yeah um yeah you know how they just how they show you how they show you the whole roster, but then you go to the movie, bam, Spider-Man in the money shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe, yeah, because I guess there were some people that were but even it's not thinking sp- that. But it's not Spider-Man, it's just something else. I feel like it was just for the hell of it, to be no, honest. Well, you, like you were saying, there were some people that were thinking that. Or or they could have been, or they could have been um, him just studying more recent, more recent shit. Because yeah. let's be honest, she's been doing that Hurricanrana for years. <laughs> so that's like, a, that's, the, that's the signature right there. I, be, I believe it. I, I feel like I feel like you could have just put that in the trailer, right? In the trailer, yeah, yeah. Um, but I I'm also gonna guess that one of the my head for why that happened in the trailer was that um there were some people that were suggesting that Hawkeye might have been Taskmaster, like a brainwashed version or some kind of. There was oh, early okay. people, so you show the footage from Avengers 
I mean, sorry, from Iron Man 2 that only shows Natasha because why would he have to watch his own footage to, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, so, yeah, all, all of that. Um, what are your first Taskmaster master thoughts? You're plugging them in. They're oh, they're plugging it in the, them. Oh, I'm just like, oh, man, this uh, is going to be are. a point in this movie. <laughs> I, I was like, this is going to be a point in this movie where he just wrecks everybody, bro. Yeah. Um, you know, so that, that was me. I was like, oh, man, he watching, he watching the tapes. Yeah, watching the tape. Are you a fan? Are you a fan of the, of the new design? There's a lot of people that are split. Um, I'm a little split. Um, yeah. I, there are things that I do like. I there are more things I there think more. Yeah, excuse me. There are more things I do like as opposed to things I dislike about. It. So I guess yeah. I like. Uh, I guess I like it. Yeah. And it's maybe because maybe because I um I see the similarities between the the MCU journey and in the comic books. You know, and, um, and the technology technology being used for the photo reflexes kind of thing is mm-hmm. a bit smarter <laughs> you know yeah, like it's harder to i think so as opposed that. to trying to memorize everything yeah and right. explain like, it because yeah. in the comics he i forgot what he says it's like yeah i could i can um do all that but at the same time i still have to push stuff out you know right <clears throat> I, I i could be wrong i've probably heard that someplace else but i, I i'm pretty sure it was on him um nat goes through the details of her new RV with Mason, who gives her some stuff he found in her safe house. She later puts these in her car, and when she goes to get parts for her generator, her vehicle is hit with an From explosion. Budapest. Boom. Yeah, Budapest. One of the most... Bluey. Uh, she is confronted and outmatched by the Taskmaster agent, who uses its shield and sword to best Nat. He was beating her ass, by the way. Or it was beating her yeah, ass. Yeah, he they was, were, bro. They, he, re- he really was. Uh, I was genuinely concerned. Um, I was genuinely concerned. I was out here. Oh man, it's been months, for years, a couple years since an MCU movie. You know, um, I'm gonna need you to throw some hands. I this man. this film was actually very surprisingly hard hitting. There was lots of moments where I was like, "Oh, that was rough. That mm-hmm. that fight scene was rough." Yo, that, dude, you know? dude, there was a scene with. Um, well, I, we're gonna get to it anyway. So I, I think I, I know I what you're talking get, about. Yeah, <laughs> man. Ooh, bumps. <laughs> Family bump. That's hey, how you bump. You only you only bump like that when you trust somebody. You know what I'm saying? That's how that works. Um, so yeah, instead of killing her, Taskmaster scans for something in Nat's trunk, and she realizes it's it's after a black box. After a scuffle, he literally t- just throws her off a bridge. I was like, wow. <laughs> you know, um, granted, she tried to hold her own. She has some moves, but yeah, it did yeah. rever- reverse that her Karana though. That was the first thing oh, he, he went did for with it. his like, with his own. Yeah, with their own. With their their with own. Their well, own. I say I say that because you know, I, for the yeah, obvious, yeah, yeah, know, yeah, I don't yeah, want to yeah. reveal. You know, and some people say that the reveal, and I'm not spoiling the reveal here, but might have been a little bit deceptive given size and body language uh, from the beginning of the film to the end. But I okay. that that I've yet to put together and see okay. if it tracks, but. I There's, think I think I think what I think I know what people mean. Um, I'll get to that later when the when the review comes. Sure. Um. So, yeah, she gets thrown off the bridge, but she still has what Taskmaster was looking for. It ends up being the red vials from earlier, but with a mm-hmm. photo of um Nat and Yelena confirming that the Black Widow is Yelena Belova, her sister. Mm-hmm. Um, that she was separated from. But yeah, hell of a fight scene. Um, really, really gritty and. Like Nat almost dies in like that car wreck or whatever. Yeah, it's funny because um I knew I knew 
it was coming, but I didn't know when. <laughs> Anytime so somebody's her, driving her, quietly her, in the Marvel yep. universe, you're just waiting for an explosion. So, so I'm like, oh man! But, but when he when he, well, he smoked it with a grenade, right? I think so. Rocket? Yeah. No, it was the arrow. It was the arrow. No, the arrows later. The arrows oh, yeah, later, true, where it goes true. underneath. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Um. So okay. So Nat goes to Budapest uh, to confront Yelena about the antidote. And not trusting one another, they almost kill each other. Is this what you're speaking? That was, yo, that was. Yo, I, I think honestly, that's probably one of my favorite parts of the movie. Is that whole yeah. sequence right there? Yeah, man. They were they knocking kicked each, each other. They the kicked walls. each other's ass. They she broke a plate. They, <laughs> she broke they, a plate they, on her. They sold for each other, dude. It was crazy. At one point, I thought um, Natty would probably take off her shirt. And her whole back was just gonna be purple. <laughs> yeah, right. What about the um? They were strangling each other with the curtains. That was true. That was good. Um, was but I'm funny. glad. I'm glad Nat caught the. Um, you can tell they they kind of like try to keep them even, but they also showed us who, who the boss was. And that was I'm, glad, I'm glad. I'm glad you like that. that. I'm glad you said that because initially in the trailer we saw the scene of them pointing the guns at each other and doing the gun switch thing. We've uh-huh. seen the gun switch thing a million times since Rush Hour, right? The mm-hmm. whole like. I'm faster than you, so I can take your gun and point it back at you, kind of deal. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's fine. But they needed to get that gritty fight in and yeah, out, bro. out in, in the film Ooh, and out of their system. I'm, I'm <laughs> so glad it was that. I'm so glad it was that, it was that good. Yeah, yeah. They they were uh, really brutal. They um, did. They wrecked each other, bro. And this it was this moment. It was in this scene that I realized that a lot of Yelena's personality is in her unsaid looks. Like in mm. the things that she's not saying, you could tell. Same. You could you tell. You could read her face, right? Yeah, I caught. Yeah. I caught a lot of. She does that a lot in, in the movie. At one, because even here, when you know they choking each other and they say truce, whatever, she's like, "Oh, you've gotten bigger," or whatever. And she like for a second, it's like, "Oh, that was nice." And then she was like, "What? Well, nah, fuck you." And then she was like, <laughs> "You know, it's whatever." And then she gets up. Um, there's a lot of that, and I I really like that a lot. Um, I'm I also want to say up top here that. I also walked into this movie with my arms crossed with the whole idea of like a Black Widow replacement, right? I, and I, think, I was I was walking in as well the same the same way. I'm assuming people even. did the same thing for Sam, right? There's probably some people who were like, you know, oh, replacing Captain America, you know. But it's I never true. read Yelena in a comic, like as the as the Black Widow. So I was like, I'm not too sure about this. Um, but like the actress and the character, I think is amazing, and they did a great job. Um, with her in this film not only oh, yeah. showing that she's capable of the same things we know nat is but a different kind of feistier flair about her right. i think i think she's more ruthless than that yeah yeah and I'm, I'm and to be honest i'm okay with that they went they made it a point to say that um she was trained younger than that was you know mm-hmm. so she's almost an evolution on that whole thing um and then and then you know what they have the nerve to do they have the nerve to make her funny you understand? <laughs> and once they did that, I once was like, that, wow. Was like, she's so over, bro. It's over. She's so <laughs> I like, over. I was like, you're a homie now. Like, no, nah, you're good. Yeah, nah, she really nah. is. She really Don't is. Care. She's in this, she's in the circle now. And yeah, she, I was, oh man. I was very, I was very surprised by all that. Um, after the scuffle, Yelena admits to sending her the vials, hoping that it would be in the right hands because she's an Avenger, not realizing mm-hmm. the events of Civil War. Um mm-hmm. When Yelena mentions uh, hoping to finally shut down the Red Room, we find out that Natasha thought she ended the Red Room after she killed Drakoff and his daughter in an explosion. 
which was coincidentally the final mission in her defection to S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. Another interesting thing is Dracoff's daughter is directly mentioned by Loki in Avengers 1. So a little, a little uh, explodey mind, mind-blowing what? thing for those. Did you yes. see how I tried, how I stopped the... That's, that's why I filled, that's why I, filled the, I filled the dead air. <laughs> yeah, he says, you know, you think you have, you think you can erase all that red on your ledger? Oh, oh, Dracoff's oh, 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 daughter. Yes, 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 yes. 100%. Then, and then I he, you no, and then he literally like says, yeah, yeah, Dracoff's right. daughter. He literally says, Dracoff's daughter. <laughs> he does? Yes. <laughs> yeah. He does? I swear to you, right hand to uh, group. For real? Right hand to group. Wow, right. I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back to, to, to kind of see if I can find that now. Yep. So if you go all the way back to 2012, almost 10 years ago. Um, yeah, he mentioned specifically the red ledger of Dracoff's daughter. Um, Yelena is highly doubtful about all of this. Um, I love her like sniffing out the bullshit. Like this is the mm-hmm. first time I felt like Nat became a bad liar. Like she's Yo, a spy, but dude, her sister was calling her shit out. That's why I'm watching the movie and I'm like, oh man, I know she's going to eat the, I know at the end of this, like I know she's, she's already gone, right? But I can't, in my head, I'm like, I can't wait for this movie to be over so that way she could take that mantle, you yeah. know? And then, yeah. but you know, you know what happens after, uh, throughout the right. movie. But, but shit, dude. I'm, she was, I'm, call, she was know, calling man. her bluff. She was calling her bluff. Yeah, She's like, uh, so where was the body? Uh, well, there wasn't a body. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 You're good. You're good on that. Um, I, I love at one point she asking her about the vials, you know, trying to explain what the vials are. And she's like, oh, it's like a chemical component that is used to, you know, reverse the effects of like, I don't know, um, like cerebral uh, sabotage or something. Mm-hmm. And she goes, say it and in English. And instead of saying it in English, she says it in Russian. <laughs> I laughed at I laughed at that. Um, and then she's then like, yes, yeah, smart ass. <laughs> and then and then after she said that, I was like, I threw my hands in the air and I was like, Bucky. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. you! Needed that shit. Yeah. <laughs> but it's uh, like we did it the natural way in Wakanda. You heard? And that's another thing that I think they end up saying later is that Nat was mentally what do you call that? Abused, like mentally coerced to become a widow. Where this is actual, like hijacking, like hide, yeah, actual hijacking, hijacking of the mind. Um, not to say one is worse than the other, but like they, they're trying to put this on a conveyor belt, you know, instant. Mm-hmm. Uh, instant uh, mind control. So um, they are ambushed by a bunch of widows um, and they are able to evade them. But I have to stop and mention that one that broke her leg. She falls down and um, the go, one that, that eats it, right? And then shot herself oh. in the face. Draco yeah, shot, shot herself, in the, herself in the face. But one of the most, again, unspoken things, I don't know if this was in the direction or what, right when this moment happens, uh, Yelena runs towards them and she has one of the vials in her hand. Yeah, already. Out, she out was already ready. Yeah, she was ready to she was ready to dose old girl. You know, like it wasn't a situation where she was gonna leave these women behind. Nah, and she no, they were coming to kill her. She was gonna mm-hmm. go over and save her. And when she realizes that, she gets even sadder and says, like, yeah. you believe me now. You know, and I was like, damn, like they there's so much that they're doing that maybe I'm just starved for good stuff. But sometimes you're just like, it's effortless. 
It's like all yeah. this stuff really exists. Like this story. Really not, yeah. It's, it's effortless. They are sisters. They might as well have been. And this is somebody they're just introducing. And I believe it already because of how she can call her bluff in uh, in ways only sisters can, really, or family mm-hmm. can. Um, they're eventually hunted down by Taskmaster, who uses an arrow to explode their vehicle. The women escape to a subway and are almost beheaded by Taskmaster uh, before tricking the agent into thinking that they went into the floor grates. So that was cool. Another very, very interesting thing. So you that you know that that whole trick of the whole leading him with the blood. Yeah. When you watch it again, and maybe you were smart enough to catch it on the first try. When you watch it again, um, the car, you know, the car gets hit with the arrow, it flips, then they both coming out. Yelena's goes, um, my arm, my arm is bleeding. And she goes mm-hmm. to patch it. And mm-hmm. Nat goes, No, not right now. Because Nat wants the blood to lead to the great. To lead. Yep. And that you understand? Know like I'm saying, like, this is like it's so much better on yeah. second on second watch because it's so much spy stuff that you can't really read everyone's mind at the same time. There's a lot to keep mm-hmm. track of. The actual right. action, the action that's happening behind the scenes, and what you think is going on even higher than that. The, sci- the psychology. <laughs> yes, hundred percent. But if you watch it a couple of times, like it's all there. Um right. It, and it's all great. And that's that's a and that's another thing too, because I knew spy and whatnot you know um i knew there were going to be layers to a lot of things well i expected there to be layers to a lot of things but um that i think was was pretty cool yes. it's just like uh what to do she knows just what to do in certain situations out in the field if it went down you know I right that, and, I and it's still was, teaching stuff to getting to the younger yep yeah um like i said before about almost beheading Taskmaster is throwing that shield, bro. Ooh, is he, man. bro? Ooh, he was chucking that. He been watching his tapes. I was like, <laughs> wow, the, the speed uh, and like the the way they get the physics of it, like when it hits that wall, like all of it just feels dangerous. He he has a character. I like feels honestly, dangerous. like my favorite my favorite shield spot was when he um was when he was fighting Nat on the bridge and he jumped and you could see him twirl and point the shield at her because he's trying to she's trying to shoot him. Yeah. Yep. Block the shot. I thought that was I thought that was badass right there. Yep. And then he um kicks up the shield like uh Cap does in the elevator. Like Cap. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Just like Cap, like how he says in like, uh, Marvel vs. Capcom. I was like, I know, yeah. <laughs> Just like Cap. <laughs> Just like Cap. Uh they head to a gas station and talk about pain, the Avengers posing and being murderers. <laughs> Uh, this is when you get a little bit more of that uh, signature Balova charm as she talks about like, oh, yeah, the only reason why Dracoff didn't come after you for what you did was because he would have got on the radar of the Avengers and that would have got him in trouble with the with the big the big ones in the Avengers. And she's like, what are you talking about the big ones? And she's like, yeah, uh, I don't think the space god has to take ibuprofen. <laughs> ibuprofen. I laugh real hard at that. <laughs> it's just like these little these little these little uh, dry humor um, European digs that she'd be giving her mm-hmm. are hilarious. And then, like I said, that posing scene, bro, it's it's already up on comic book click. But the whole yeah, like, I shared, I shared like, that thing today. That was awesome. He's like, why, like why do you right. why do you always you know you pose? You, you're such a poser. <laughs> I was like, yo, you ridiculous, calling her a poser. Um, what did you think about the I like this? There was like this weird back and forth where Yelena like 
tries to Yelena gets upset at Nat almost for not coming to find her. Like mm-hmm. she's because she says, like, what did you think? Where did you think I was? And she was like, oh, I just thought, you know, you got you escaped and you were living yeah, happily. Living your life. And she's like, and so you you thought that, but you never came to find me. Like you never came to see me. Um, and then she goes, No, I know, I know what it was. You just didn't want me hanging out with you saving the world. Mm-hmm. And like, if that's really what Yelena's been telling herself, that's some dangerous. Yeah, I just feel like I just feel like she just didn't want to like not get her involved, but have her around. She wanted her to have some sense of fucking normalcy after, I guess, you know, all that all of that BS. Of just like all the red room stuff, like oh, you deserve to live your life. But this, this is, you know, there might have been some selfishness too, though, in in the sense of like, if all you, if all your past reminds you of is the bad things that you've done, maybe mm-hmm. you, maybe you do hakuna matata it right, and right, right. just pretend you have no past, no nothing, and now you're with these new friends who all think you're great, right? Mm-hmm. So, so why ever look back, you know? Um, it could be a little bit of that too, but there was definitely, I, I do think Yelena feels a little bit abandoned by the whole situation. Um, yeah. And, and that brings up a, a different dichotomy between these two sisters, besides all the other stuff that they do. Um, she's like, we're both killers. Like just because you get to be in the magazines and girls look up to you don't mean that you're any better than me. Uh-huh. 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 I, was like, I like how she, how she threw that in there. Just in case, just in case now, if you, you know what I'm saying? If you grew a little ego from, then to now <laughs> and, and just in case people watching forget and try mm-hmm. to and try mm-hmm. to put one over the other it's like oh no no yep. no, they both done this like don't even don't get them don't get don't it try to all play don't try to all play all is forgiven you know like <laughs> um but i really do like their their back and forths and stuff they they later they share drinks and they share yeah. stories um uh before deciding that they need to see their father alexi the Red Guardian, Shasta, oh, I can never say this name, Shastakov, which is probably the last time I say that, in serving time in a Russian prison at the hands of Draco. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is another really good conversation because we get the the what she says, like five of every twenty kids that enter the program make it, the rest of them die. Um, that there's women from all over the world that he's still doing it. He's using this mind control agent to, you know, just take control of them. And then when they, like we saw, one breaks their leg, he just, he, he, in an iPad, you know, thousands of miles in the air, he just kills her, he makes her commit suicide. So they talk, it's just like more of this talk about like ex- people being expendable and this child trafficking and the reach that it is, how many people that he's, he's taking over and stuff. Right. Um, then you get this somber moment where Yelena tells um, Nat about like, like she created a fake backstory for her to make her feel better about, you know, how life mm-hmm. turned out, you know, that she's married in the West and stuff. In the way um, yeah, out West. Yeah. Um, so like, that was kind of cool. They both notice a man put his car keys <laughs> on a, on a, on a shelf or something. And so they steal that man's car. Um, to take so they can get to the plane so they can get to a plane so that spies be get, spying yes so they can get to the red guardian but in route to the plane brings one of the most heartwarming scenes in the film in which uh yelena shows off her vest she shows oh, man. that i seen her that vest. vest 
Yeah. I already knew what it was, bro. Me too. Uh, Me my, too. My heart. I felt it all in my heart. I felt. I, I was like, oh, I felt so heavy in my chest. I wonder for um, those who who haven't. So warm when, when it arms. when it did click in. The <laughs> thing is, there aren't many. That color is not used very often in the MCU. That aren't no. Green. Um, I think I think, and it wasn't green in in um thing either. Yeah, it was. It was totally. I was. remember it being green. Yeah, in it's, the, it's like in, an army green. In, fin- in Infinity War. Yeah, he he has a whole black outfit and just the green. It, it, oh, it's very, probably, it's like very yeah, weird. I, very, I even, as a matter of fact, I wouldn't be surprised that, but, if it's the exact same Black Widow outfit, just with the green, the green vest right. over it. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, but she, but besides it being a heartwarming thing that you realize that you know eventually Nat's gonna wear it, like mm-hmm. just like, like. She thinks it's cool. Nat kind of plays her. She defends it. And then Nat. Because it's got a lot it. of pockets, bro. Damn. And then when Nat <laughs> says it's cool, she's like, I'm, see, I'm, like she felt vindicated. Like all of that mm-hmm. was away from the murder and the and the fucking brainwashing and the horrible, horrific things that are going on in this film. To take a second to laugh about a vest, I thought was really, really cool. Um, I, I like that. I like those moments. They break the Red Guardian out of prison, who has gained weight, gained a beard, and gained a lot of Captain America stories. And is also the arm wrestling champion of the world. <laughs> or at least that prison, right? Mm-hmm. What do you think? You think he met Captain America? People, people have been arguing about this. Um, I want to give him the benefit of the doubt. People say you that know, he... But I, also, but I also think, if, you know... If, if it was that serious, I think Cap would have mentioned it somewhere along down, down the line, at least with Nat, you know? When one of my favorite reviewers was talking about it, he, he made me laugh because he says, because, you know, the character's kind of portrayed as dumb, not necessarily a liar. Um, but then he goes, wait a minute, but he's a spy. So <laughs> he kind of technically is always lying. <laughs> so there's that, too. I, I, I want to believe him. I really, really, really liked him in this role. He did. He found a way to play like, like lovable and dumb, smart. Like I don't, I don't know. Right. It was all. It was all the all the funny all the funny tropes. I feel like it was ball up into one. They just, get, and he, but I think he. I, I think he just. I think he knocked it out of the park, though, man. What's funny is when we did the uh, comic review last. I wanted. Week, I wanted. I wanted more Lexi. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, he's great. When we did the comic review last week, um, we mentioned that one of the writers for the movie was going to use like some kind of like some of the office, the British office for reference for how to write Alexi. And I didn't understand what they meant. And now I get what they were going for with him in this is someone who's completely oblivious to how offensive he's being and how offensive some of the things he's saying might come off given right. everything in context. And that's one of the funniest things about this. Like, he's like, Oh, my daughters are back. And they're like, you're not our dad. You're that weird guy who roped us into that weird. Mm-hmm. But he means well, it's not like it's coming but the, from, you but know? does he, does he, I mean, he signed the motion to, to the red room. Like, what does he mean? He may, he may have fond memories of them. Right. I you think he just want to say he missed them. But, but, <laughs> just but, say that, bro. Were you surprised by him being surprised that they weren't all over him and in love with him? Uh, nah, no. I because it's like it's like you said, they 
you know? He's, yeah, he's a he put him in the, <laughs> Yeah, he put him in the red room. Um, I'm not going to say, I'm not, no, I'm not going to say he doesn't. I don't know. It's weird, man. Cause he did. Cause it's like, I want to say all this good stuff about him, you know? Cause, you know what? but he I, put him in the red room. I got it. No, I got it. I got it. And this is, this is, I mean, I guess this is the best time of, of any to talk about this. But one of the things that I realized when watching this uh, movie is realizing the um, one besides it tackling family, it's tackling imperfect family and it's sometimes even mm-hmm. tackling toxic family. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's like there's been family members that have done atrocious things to other family members, you know, um, things that other family members shouldn't do, whether it's violent, whether it's sexual, whether, you know, of any kind of of sort. And they could be excused with, but of course they love me, right? They're my dad or uncle or whatever. We're in a situation right now where the father's like, what are you talking about? I always loved you. Those horrible things I did, like I did them for you to, but to a kid, it's obviously not like that. And that mm-hmm. dif- that difference and that disconnect, that shit's real. Um, yeah, that is real. Um, and it's like, you don't, you don't really get it until your years down the road, you've matured. And this could more, this could know? be something as little as like having your five year old open your beers for you, right? Right, right. Like you made like you loved me. You made me go get you beers, <laughs> you know, while you sat and yelled at everyone. Or you mm-hmm. made me you made me hide the drugs, you know, where we drove to Disneyland that one time. <laughs> Shit like that. <laughs> Shit like that. And it's like, well, they don't not completely. Love. There is some love there, but you right, right, right. The question is if there was. How does it cross that line? And I guess with family, that logic doesn't always make sense. It just no. doesn't sometimes. No, uh, don't. Some, that's sometimes. For sure. Yeah, that's for sure. And um, there's the, there is that imperfectness of family. And Alexi, I feel like fucking like they really found a way to portray that. Represent that one hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they have a very rude conversation about their uterus being ripped out of their bodies oh yeah that was i was rolling throughout the whole thing because i already knew homegirl was just gonna go oh boy <laughs> so i don't know you're probably aware her of this sarcastic, you sarcastic ass. you haven't been on the podcast for a while but i have not been a fan of age of ultron like on rewatch okay right right uh, yeah no but i, I know this dan yeah. loves age of ultron yeah i'm not a fan of age of ultron and now one of the things in retrospect that i think is like ridiculous is that whole? First of all, I didn't. I never liked the the plot of Nat and Bruce getting together. That always felt very weird mm-hmm. to me, right? So, but mm-hmm. that aside, they were trying to do this narrative in Age of Ultron that Nat. First of all, they were trying to do this narrative that what if we're all monsters, right? Uh-huh. In particular, that Nat's a monster and Bruce is a monster. Bruce is a monster because he literally turns into a monster but nat's a monster because she can't reproduce mm-hmm. and that felt like something a man would say and mm-hmm. a man did say it because mm-hmm. josh whedon directed that movie <laughs> <laughs> and now we know how josh whedon handles his female talent mm-hmm. when you look back at those two avengers movies and i believe i probably said this on the last cast she's like the mom of the group yeah. but when you get into like winter Soldier, civil war the other Avengers films with the Russos, she's like legit standing right next to them. Like, you know, like ready to deal with it. So the fact that they brought back that whole idea I and they did it in a joking way, I think they did it like 
to poke fun at it. Like, like almost as if Alexi is Josh Whedon, you know, like you stupid. You, you know how insensitive that was to, to bring up? Like you didn't even think about how insensitive that was to bring up. So now we're going to make you feel uncomfortable by yeah. explaining it. And boy, in did detail, they. In detail. And he goes, oh, relax, relax. <laughs> Why do you have to get so detailed and graphic? Yeah, uh, now you don't want to hear it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So don't just bring up random women's sexual operations, uh, directors. Keep that keep that weird shit to yourself. Um they yeah so he's like i don't know anything like i don't like thanks for breaking me out of prison but i don't know anything so we should go <laughs> we should go see because on rewatch i'm like oh yeah they broke him out for no reason i guess he knew where melina was but they're like um melina definitely knows what's up she's probably still working for homeboy he threw me in prison right afterwards uh so yeah figure that out um, another cool thing about Alexi is I did some deep diving and he has uh, Natasha's and Yelena's names tattooed in Russian on his arm. Oh, yeah, I, that, that's pretty cool. Again, like, does he love them? You know what I'm saying? Like, what did he not love them initially? And then he then he turned came to love. Them? I say he did. And he did some reflecting in jail, you know, as one does, as yeah. they do sometimes, you know, so and I guess. That he just realized that he did. I also, you know? I also love the, wi- the wild man up. look, like the the metal cap. Oh the yeah, teeth, the beard. 100%, like I, like, 100%. I, I, I get the the look he had the in the beginning 90s of the whatever, movie. But... He doesn't have he doesn't have any of that <laughs> no, at the beginning of the movie. No. So at the beginning, I'm just like, all right, you're clean right here. I'm like, let's all right. I'm gonna yeah. see what happens an hour in. Tatted up, the tatted him on his. They didn't even finish that tattoo on his back. I wonder who's gonna finish that for him. No, they didn't. Arm wrestling, breaking people's arms while he's doing it. Go back know? and go back and watch that scene. When he breaks the guy's arm, um, the guy, there's a weird cut where it cuts to the guy who's tatting him on the back, uh, who looks at him as he gets up and walks away, and nothing happens because of it. But now I've assumed that he got mad that he didn't get paid, or he, like the he got, the guy just got oh, up in the middle, oh, oh, got oh, up yeah, in the middle yeah, of the yeah. tattoo and just walked away. But he's another thing, super soldier. He probably doesn't even feel it. Yeah, he probably don't even feel it, bro. That's crazy. I, I, I well, like, yeah, they can, they can get. But then broken, again, how so they can he, scar. How does, how does he get the tattoos anyway? If, but that's what I'm saying. They broke. You know what? Whatever. They I'm broke, not even gonna ask. They broke. Um, they broke. Don't have any tattoos. John Walker broke his arm. Remember, they broke John well, Walker's I, arm. Well, I'm sorry, not Cap. Um, 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 Steve Rogers. Steve Rogers. There you go. Um, no, but they broke. John Walker's arm in Falcon and Winter Soldier after he had yeah, the Super Soldier serum. After he had, after? Yeah. No. Yeah. They took the shield from him. He had the shield. He killed Homeboy with it. They took it from him. Oh, he yeah, built yeah, another yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. And he built another one. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> you're, you're not, you're not impenetrable. Um, and I would argue that Steve had like the most potent version of it. These are all knockoffs. Yeah. I want to say, yeah, that he had the most, um, not the most potent, but he had the um, the realist serum, serum. Yeah, the realist. Yeah, the realist. He had the formula, formula. Uh, so yeah, they show up. They visit Melina, who lives on a uh, on a farm outside Saint Petersburg, where she developed the chemical mind control process used on the widows after getting that data from Shield in the beginning of the film. We find out that Shield, which was also Hydra at the time, was working on their Winter Soldier program secretly through shield 
Um, and they were working on this whole thing where they had to map the brain because they needed to find a way to not have the issue with Bucky. We have to keep plugging him in and erasing him and stuff. They erasing wanted something him, yeah. easy. They wanted something easier. So they did figure it out, but then they got it stolen by the Russians. And uh, uh, they ended up, they ended up here with this. Um, so Drakeoff used them to basically use them to improve his widows. And when he was done with Alexi, he threw him in prison. And I guess Melina is still working with him at a distance, working on this formula and stuff. So um, Alexi puts on his Red Guardian outfit for old time's sake. Uh, and they get into an argument at dinner over whether or not they're, they were ever a real family. And Yelena walks away. What do you think about that conversation? Uh, there's no easy. There wasn't going to be no easy way for that conversation regardless. So yeah. either... I, I knew either feeling was gonna get hurt or somebody was gonna end up walking off. I thought it was gonna be I thought it was gonna be Nat that walked off. Honestly, it shows you how tender those those topics are for Yelena. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I've been there before with relationships, not necessarily family, but how like sometimes you'll be in a relationship and things just won't work out, you know. But some part some person's narrative of it is like. Oh, you know, it was like the worst situation ever. And it's like, was it really the worst? Like, was it always all bad? <laughs> I don't think it was always all bad. Obviously, it wasn't the greatest because it didn't, it ended. But like, to, to paint the whole thing as like the worst thing ever erases any good from it. And if that's the only good you have, then you have none. Mm-hmm. And so that was all Yelena had. That was the only sweet memories that she had. And a, a, a little bit of her knows that it was fabricated, but to have everyone outright say, oh, yeah, this was never anything to us. Yeah, that sucks. That, it was real to me. Yeah. yeah I, I felt bad to her. I felt bad for her when she started saying it. I yeah. was like, oh, man. And the thing is, she didn't, she didn't like fully ball. Her eyes got right. watery. She got mad. She grabbed a bottle of vodka and she left. And I'm out. Yeah. She, you know, she didn't sit there and sulk. She, she was over the whole thing. Um, and that goes back to the imperfectness of family. Uh, earlier in the film, Yelena says something about the sister thing. And she says, well, you're not my sister. And Yelena has like a look on her face and then kind of like has a look like, oh, for real? All right. Well, the Avengers ain't your family. You heard? And it gets like real <laughs> awkward. Yeah. And, like, and it's like, well, if we get to pick and choose family, then yeah, we get to pick and choose family. Like, what, what, what is this? You know, if you get to say that the Avengers are your family, how dare you say I'm not your sister? That's damn straight. That's how you bring that. Bring in the ruckus. But yeah, again, like in this world now where mo- like modern families are a mix of nuclear families, adoption, you know, yeah. uh, foster stepchildren all this kind of stuff people i would say adoption like people like you know family members brought in cousins um all this other kind of stuff who's to say what's family who's to say what's you know black and white family uh ask dominic toretto he'll he'll have the answers for all of that i'm I'm, I'm assuming um in a can of nas or something but yeah they yeah, Nat and Melina speak, and Melina tells her that she's already alerted Drakeoff to their location. Alexa, Alexa. Heel turn. Yep. Well, not really the heel turn. She's under, you know. Double, double heels. <laughs> yeah, double heels. Alexi and Yelena share a tender moment, which includes a story 
of um Dre uh sorry of Alexi's dad peeing on Alexi's hands when he was young when he had frostbite and and they got to sing um American Pie together. Uh, they eventually confronted by Dracoff's men and tranquilized and brought in by Melina. You see how many darts they shot up a, a boy with? That was hilarious. <laughs> I feel like I've seen that exact scene somewhere before, but I can't remember where. Um, also, uh, I dug that when Melina came out in her Black Widow suit, she had the gold bullets around the gauntlet. Yeah. Like the gold. I was like, that was oh, fine. I was like, oh. Yeah. I was like, oh, and it's no. funny because I like I like seeing and I, I pop too when they went inside the, the, the thing because you see all the different wigs too. Yeah, yeah. The I wigs, the masks, cool. all that kind of stuff, which mm-hmm. which should have been the setup for what we're about to see. But right. uh, you know, again, on second watches it was way more obvious. Um mm-hmm. but yeah, uh, according to things on paper, Melina has traded in her family and is now gonna send them to Dracoff. So they head to the red room, which is located in the sky to avoid detection. I have a million and one questions about that. They are no, not going to be explained, so I'm not going to even. Yeah, <laughs> I, do, I do. I do. I do too. I just thought it was cool that it was in the air. Um, like, I don't I know just, how the hell the. He- I don't know. How, one question I will ask was is, would be I don't know how the hell the helicarrier didn't fucking smack into that damn thing. I like the fact that the helicarrier is falling into DC was an issue. I would assume this falling wherever the hell it fell is going to be a big problem, but. Teach his own. Um, Alexi and Nat, once they get to the red room, Alexi and Nat are imprisoned. Yelena is set up to be lobotomized, and Melina debriefs with Drakoff, who has Taskmaster on standby. It is revealed that Melina is actually Natasha in disguise, and Drakoff plays along even though he sees through it. Melina tells Yelena how to escape on an earpiece, and she makes her way uh, to free the widows. Alexi hilariously realizes that he doesn't have an earpiece. <laughs> he just <laughs> have a whole conversation apologizing. <laughs> and like I said, he has like this doofy kind of like, like that bear from Jungle Book kind of kind of like uh, uh, nature about him. Where like he's pouring out his heart and no one, he's not even on. No one sees. <laughs> he's, he's not even anywhere. So it turns out that the plan was done for them to infiltrate and figure out how to destroy the Red Room. You know, using this whole like switcheroo, but Drakeoff mm-hmm. is ahead of them. He taunts Nat about her family, and um, yeah, he seemingly knows like right off the rip. Like maybe he smells it. He says like he's looking into the eyes of your daughter. You can tell or something like that. Not even a mask can keep them away. Um, and speaking of which, he re- ends up revealing that Taskmaster is his daughter, um, the one injured from the explosion and crudely kept alive using technology. Uh, he, she is uh, severely damaged due to the explosion in Budapest. Did I miss why he's not? Huh? Cause now just say, now just say that. <laughs> now I, just hold on. Now just say that. And I could be completely wrong again. There's with with me categorizing all this other stuff. I could com- I, I completely missed it. But that's the only part that I got very confused about. They were both in the same, like literally a desk apart when the explosion happened. Um, she was presumed dead, and so was he. Mm-hmm. She's not dead because of all this stuff to keep her alive. But what's up with him? He's seemingly fine. Maybe he took some of that Russian super soldier stuff that old boy's on. <laughs> who knows? But I was confused about that. I want to know. I want to know who made that. I want to yeah, know right. if the homeboy's still running around. Making there. the cocktail. They need to go find him. Please <laughs> shut all that down. 
They um, need to find him. So yeah, uh, she's now a weapon at Drakeoff's disposal. We see that he's using a pheromone. Oh, ooh, ooh, before before we before we go any, so there's a shot of Natty and and Taskmaster, right? Uh-huh. Um, that's why I think people were so um were so thrown off because when you see the shot, you see the you see the silhouettes of of, of both of them, but yeah. it's like you can tell um she wasn't made she wasn't like really made to fit the suit <laughs> right the suit was kind of made to fit her to fit her, to yeah. fit her you know so i thought that was cool because you can you can tell like if you if you shake the suit then i'm pretty sure she'll rattle she'll rattle around in there like, like <laughs> a piece of com- candy or something yeah there's certain components where the proportions felt like they either tightened yeah or so when you look but different. when you look when you look like at the head the head really doesn't match yeah. at all the body of the helmet and anything so that's that's how i felt going going yeah. in with the review i was like oh, okay cool yeah. cool but then I again mean, you see how busted she is i kind of feel like the suit is also keeping her alive like darth vader style yeah it totally that mean, they could end up uh, being that um i actually had where did i put that oh i have that later on we'll talk about that in a bit um yeah so she's like you're he's like you're not gonna get any um because I think she wanted to apologize. She'd feel mm-hmm. better. Uh, but Pops is like, yeah, he, she don't care. She's not going <laughs> to. Yeah, she's she just going to throw the hand. That's it. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, pheromones. We find out about the pheromones. He's using a pheromone that makes anyone in reach of it or him unable to cause him harm. There's a bunch of people. I'd be that, I'd be okay with that. I have I have allergies anyway, so it's not like that shit would work on me. And I'm assuming everyone <laughs> with allergies was totally on board with this. There's a bunch of people that were like, "Oh, pheromones! That's like some kind of weird magic thing." Uh, Purple Man used pheromones. It was the same thing. Yeah. It was the same exact thing. It was pheromones from Purple Man that caused people to uh, listen or do be compelled to do whatever he said. Um. But yeah, uh, we we had the reveal. I I thought, I thought it was fine. It's it's yeah. A, I thought it was fine too. The thing is, I I never expected anyone life changing to be under under there. So I guess I guess that's why the reveal. I also didn't too. expect. I also didn't expect to see um her under there. But then again, they threw it all in our faces in the beginning. They anyway, like did you, it, the daughter, did you? Yeah, they the kept daughter, saying it. The, the daughter, daughter, the daughter. Did you find a body? Did you see? You know, so. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he sends Taskmaster out to go um, deal with some people. Um, yeah, he tends them to deal with Alexi and Melina. And after posing, Yelena realizes that she can't find the widows. I like how she lands in that pose and she's like, ugh, like, trying mm-hmm. to shake it off. Oh, Yuck. <laughs> Back with Drakeoff, uh, Natasha baits him into hitting her multiple times. And I don't know, man, I'm old fashioned. I didn't like yeah, the first one. Hit. The first one was uncomfortable. Uh, was uncomfortable for me to see, even knowing what she was trying to get at. You know what I'm saying? And, I'm and knowing like, that oh, she's a badass, shit, and knowing that she can yeah. defend herself, I even did not still, like seeing. I, I'm, I'm glad you said that because I'm I'm the same way. You know, yeah. so the first one because I know the first one. He he tried to rock her, bro. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was not. I was like, oh. And I was like taken aback about how because like even when he like sits her down and puts his hands on her shoulder and then puts his hands uh-huh. on her head, uh-huh. it like, is a weird creep. I mean, he's ob- yeah. he's fucking trafficking children. Can't get creepier mm-hmm. than that. But all of him just oozes. 
scum. <laughs> you know, yeah, like just sleaze and the everything. Sleaze, bottom of the barrel scum. Um, but yeah, he like b- he beats the shit out of her basically, cr- almost uh, severs a nerve. She has to do it later on herself, but um, mm-hmm. he what she was doing was she was baiting him into hitting her to do to sever the nerve and also uh, so that she could see him use his ring to show how mm-hmm. he controlled the floating da- database. So once she gets all that info, she does what she did to Loki, where she just like, oh, okay. bro, I was, I was, I was waiting right. for you to fucking get there, man. Yo, I popped so hard for that. Yeah, it's the same exact line. She I says, popped so uh, hard for that. Thank you for your cooperation. Uh, I, once she said that, it was, oh, I, re- I knew what time it was. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for your cooperation. I was like, oh, no, here it comes. I popped so hard for that, bro. Oh, my God. Um, after getting I was so info, happy when she did that. After getting that info, she breaks her own nose on his table to sever the nerve that is affected mm-hmm. by the pheromones before knocking him out. Probably could have been a better way to do it. There wasn't going to be a more badass way to do it. So <laughs> I'd go with the badass way. You know, you already have a badass way. Let's do it the badass way. Uh, just smash it on the table. Doing that. Smash it on the table. Uh, Melina is surrounded near one of the engines, so she blows it up, causing the Red Room to crash. Alexi takes on Taskmaster and Drakov six his widows on Natasha. Um, man, this scene was like very beautifully shot because um, Drakov still has his map up, so you still get the projection of red light, and so you see like all these widows come in, and all of them are bathed in this red light, and Natasha's trying to shoot her, shoot them with, his, with her gauntlets uh, to, and take them out, and I, all of it. I just thought it was like a very beautiful looking scene. It was all very uh, classy. Is that the word? I just thought it was cool. Yeah. You just you know what you know what was fire before I knew it. Um. So you know they had the all the red lights bumping and you know that jazz, right? Yeah. In the room. Um. When homegirl threw the vials up. Oh, the smoke. Yeah, like if yeah. you don't if you don't pay attention, you'll miss the vials completely. Yeah. Before they before they just poof, you know, I thought that was I thought that I don't know about everybody else, but I really thought that was fire. I really enjoyed that part because they tried to sneak those vials in, bro. And yeah. in the in the in all the redness. And yeah. And the they, only reason the only reason you see it is because of the ends of the vials, because they're I guess whatever they're, they're silver or metal. Right. And um, if you don't it, you can actually miss it if you're not really paying attention. And once you see them go off, it's just like. I thought that was cool. That was badass. That was cool. I also think that what's pretty cool too is that like the reason why it was bathed in red was because um of, it was Dracos map, like we said again. So it's basically the images of other widows being projected onto the widows in the room. You know, like it's just a weird echo of all that kind of stuff somehow. And um what's also crazy is that you get this moment where they all like they all come to these trained killers all of a sudden Mm -hmm. all figure out what's going on um and those lights those little lights over there start looking more and more like those lightning bugs Mm -hmm. in the beginning of the Mm -hmm. in the beginning i was like i was waiting for them to go to go for something with that which is which is dope because i was like "Mm." symbolism (laughs) symbolism symbolism um so yeah we're basically in the third act now because nat downloads the locations of the rest of the widows 
um, and then retrieves the two surviving vials of the antidote and frees Taskmaster from the locked cell. Um, Melina and Alexi escape via a plane just as Yelena takes out Dracov's helicopter, killing him and causing her to drop seemingly to her death. One of the other jokes I for- forgot to mention was her constant idea of what would be a cool death. Oh, yeah, this would be a cool <laughs> way to die. When she's on the when she's on the tables, that'd be a cool way to die. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, yeah, it's like, ah, that's not so cool. <laughs> <laughs> very, very funny stuff. Um yeah, like it looks like a death moment for uh Yelena. Like, you know, she just mm-hmm. sticks that stick in the in the helicopter or whatever and gets blown off. But Nat's able to catch her free falling and that was so fire, man. That yes. was I like they gave us a taste of it in the trailer, but yeah, shit, bro. And and I may be as somebody who is sensitive to like all these theories and stuff now, right? Because I I'm constantly looking all this stuff up and trying to uh, attribute meaning sometimes where there isn't. Um, there's, I, I feel like there's a connection. So early on in the, ep- in the episode, in the film, they're doing that like crab walk thing. Mm-hmm. And the bet is who's going to fall first. Right. She says like, you're going to fall first. Like Elena's going to fall first. And technically mm-hmm. of the two of them, from a great height to their death, Yelena did fall first, mm-hmm. but Nat had her back. Nah, yeah. Then Nat falls. You know what I'm mm-hmm. And no one has her back. Seemingly, no one yeah. has her back. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I thought that was interesting. Um, so yeah, she, she saves Yelena. Somehow she ends up landing without mm-hmm. needing a parachute somehow and um, gets in it. With Taskmaster, I'm just glad. I'm just glad they gave her that that sequence is so badass that I was yeah. like, "Damn, she didn't even give it up with the squad like that." No, which is good. She gave it up with the fan like that, though. That's cool. One of the biggest critics, um, criticism compliments I've heard given to this movie is it doesn't make you think of the other Avengers. That is it, so, that is 100 percent true. Yeah. I didn't even care where everybody was at. Right, <laughs> but I'm here with that. I'm That's here it. with that. And it's it, it's one of those things. Is like. It, it, because it was as good as it was the film, I feel like it makes you it makes you want to have wanted it earlier. Right. You know, like what took so long, but we got it. So I ain't even mad. Um, after landing, Romanoff uses the antidote on Taskmaster, freeing her from her servitude. This is seemingly the end of Taskmaster. Um, this is what I was waiting for. Two things. One, I hope this becomes a Mandarin-esque twist. Where somebody mm-hmm. finds this technology after the and fact, picks it, up. picks it up and starts using it, maybe on like the uh, the Disney Plus level of, of stuff. Who knows, you know? But like, don't, I just want them. Don't I let want this them die to pick out. it up. I want, yeah, I want them to pick it up and not even use the tech. Yeah, just be you on know? it. You just want somebody just be, to be on it. Just be on it. Watch the video. That's it. And Go that's, out there. That's, that's it. That's it. That's <laughs> it. So, um, fellow clicker. John the Escadero, a.k.a. Yogi, ended up finding out this. Uh, according to the, I want to say that, is it the lyrics? Let me make sure. No, according to the screenplay writer, or the writer, I guess, not the screenplay mm-hmm. writer, there was a previous draft in which uh, it was a Tony Masters character. So, you know, mm-hmm. um, it was hard because we had certain things that we knew certain 
we had certain things that we knew, certain constants. One of the constants was we were right after Captain America Civil War and before Avengers Infinity War, which may, meant that our great threat, the Red Room, one of the bigger kind of complications was figuring out a villain plot that could succeed, but also go unnoticed, which ultimately I think kind of works for a spy thriller film and also for Dracoff as the ultimate mm-hmm. villain because he's kind of a cowardly man who wields power from, from behind the shadows. Um, he just like he thinks he's so big, but he's actually scared uh, to go go out and get out into the real world. After looking at the villain and the overall story of the film, Pearson and the team on Black Widow decided a comic book accurate version of Taskmaster was not the right fit. Tony Masters did not seem to really fit into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and meanwhile, we had this mystery of what happened to Drakov's daughter. And I don't know. It seemed like because Natasha Romanoff's story was always going to be more grounded. Uh, mm-hmm. You can still do that and have some Marvel fun fantastic right and i'm and you know i've said this a couple of times before um you know i was gonna say this for the end too um i'm a big fan of a workaround if it makes sense along with the story yeah you know so i have i have i literally have no complaints here i i'm a little bit like i i just don't want the character to be gone forever that that's literally that's another thing too because i i i really like taskmaster yeah taskmaster (laughs) Yeah, say that so, five times fast. Uh, <laughs> and um, and, you know, it's just like I know most from like games and a little bit, little, very little from comics because I haven't gotten around to. to Ain't he all over yet. that new Avengers game? Um, I was just about to say that too, but he's also in the Avengers game. Um, he, but towards the beginning though. I'm sorry if I spoil that. <laughs> but um, but even still, even in the game, he's still he's still kind of badass. So, yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Like, I'm less angry about the Mandarin reveal given we're getting the Mandarin, like, yeah, in the next couple of months. So, the freed widows arrive as Yelena, Marina, and Alexi say goodbye to Romanov. She gives um, Yelena the last antidote vial and the portable drive, telling her to find and free the other still mind controlled widows. That, that could have just been a Disney Plus show in itself, right? Like, right. <laughs> I'm going to send you and go do this mission. And, you know, um, Yelena gives her her vest for safekeeping. As they, leave, as they leave with Antonia, Romanov awaits Ross and his men who have arrived to apprehend her. But obviously she gets away. Now, this moment felt weird to me because then we get the 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 next scene is two weeks later. Romanov reunites with Mason, who supplied her with a Quinjet. She mm-hmm. leaves and says she's going to go free the Avengers on the raft. In my opinion, when they made this movie, that ending in with Ross and the men, that was the ending of the film. The music swells. Okay. She gets her right. hero shot and it's over. And then somebody was like, yeah, yeah. But how does this connect to fine? <laughs> <laughs> fine. You have to see her wearing the vest. You have to see her get a Quinjet. You have to see her it say, been nice. I am now been... going to go. Yeah, but she should have even more so because I feel so. I'm gonna double down on what you said because whoever whoever that was it was just like get off my back because Cap is already at the raft freeing these motherfuckers. You yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, so but she that, could be the one that come. She could be the one that's waiting outside in the Quinjet. That's so. exactly what it what I end up doing. I end up having a conversation with uh, the guys in the chat room about this because I felt kind of dumb. I'm like, did they? Because mine to my knowledge. 
um, we find out later on that Scott Lang and Hawkeye take plea deals. So mm-hmm. I'm like, did they get arrested twice? Did they get broken out of the raft and then get arrested again and take again. plea deals? And uh, so, yeah, That's I was, a good point. Confused. I was com- confused about those details. But um, yeah, seemingly it all lines right up. This takes place in like three days. Um, like in apparently the time from Captain America and Bucky fighting Iron Man and Steve giving him that phone call is quite a bit of time. Okay. And in that time, this film takes place. Awesome. I like that. So, sorry. So, seemingly with Nat's help, he breaks out. Um, Just slide that on in there, you know? Slide that on off screen, you know? Also, while doing my my deep dives, I found out that there is actually an Avengers Infinity War prelude comic, which purports that uh, Nat. Sam and Cap are stopping terrorists around the world who are trying to use Chitauri tech. Oh, okay. so they, were, they were side questing it, apparently. Okay, side quests. Right. I, yeah, I, I ain't even mad about it. Me either. So, in our post credit scene, no mid credits, no fancy credits, nope. none of that. I was I'm very cool surprised. Cool you don't want to, you don't want to overdo it on us, you know? Yeah, it's true. Um, in a post-credit scene set after Romanoff's death, we see Yelena encounter Contessa Valentina so, Allegra de Fontaine. <laughs> so the so all right, here's my thing. I feel like they pushed back Black Widow because of this scene right here. According to them, this was supposed to be the first time you meet this character. Oh, for real? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, so then and then we the were supposed to pop, pop bigger. The bigger in, yeah. pop okay 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 yeah. that's cool oh i thought i thought that was always the kind i thought the first time around they pushed it back because of obvious reason but then i feel like they were like oh wait hold up we can actually push it back again and then when people see the post credit they'll be like ah you know what's what's crazy is i don't think from the post credit she's named right no so, but she gets her full but name in falcon and Winter yeah, soldier so i falcon wonder no whether i we're think supposed she to know who name, she was Homegirl knows her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, as I a think, fan, I think home- what was she? What was that oh, supposed okay, to mean okay. to you as a fan? Like, watching if you didn't watch Falcon and Winter Soldier ever, like, well, what do you- I'd wait. I'd wait for the name drop. I'd have to wait for the name. But drop. But there, there is no name drop. They don't ever say she doesn't ever say. Oh, I think she might say so Contessa. Then, maybe. I have to watch. Go watch. Watch that back. But I think so. I think she does say her name, not full name, but I want to say she. This says she does say her first name. And she basically says, hey, I got a job for you. Um, I know who killed your sister. Uh, it's lies. Lies on lies and lies. But I understand. And you can find him weekly on Disney Plus. So I'm assuming <laughs> I'm assuming she's going to find her way over there. What do you think about this post credit? What do you think it means for everything going on? I'm with it. Uh, definitely gets me hype for um, Hawkeye. Yeah. Definitely gets me hype for Hawkeye. I feel like that that is gonna come like right in the middle of like a, like they're gonna be obviously dealing with their own stuff, right? Right. And then all of a sudden they're gonna turn around and your name is gonna yeah, be there. <laughs> <I'm, yeah. laughs> That's exactly how it's gonna go. Yeah, and it, you're gonna pop the same thing like when the when um um when the Wakandans when the Dora Milaje showed up in Falcon Winter Soldier. Like, Damn oh, right. Oh shit. All right. I dig it. Keep expanding this universe. But yeah, like I'm un- unapologetically a fan that's, of this film. That's funny because. 
you say expand this universe because I told what I told what was it that I told everybody when we were watching? I was like, oh, the so the reveal for Taskmaster, right? Okay. I told them so I knew the reveal reveal was gonna come, and uh, I forgot who asked us. Who do you think it's gonna be? Um, and I oh, told did, the reveal. Did you have I, a guess? I think did was, you had an idea? I, actually, I, I didn't because I that's what led me to tell. Matter of fact, it was it was real. Real asked me who do you think it is. I was like, real. I don't know who the hell it is. Um. We're so far into this right now, into this whole MCU thing. It could be anybody at this point. Yeah. What, whoever they can, who they want to pull from left, from right, it can be anybody at this point. <laughs> because we got, we got all of our guys back already, you know? Yeah. Well, most of, most of everybody, as far and, as, as far as, as far as I know. And look at the lineup of projects in the background, right? Quantumania, yeah, so Miss Marvel, just like, who yo, knows? It, and that's, and the deeper we go, there's just more room to freaking branch out. It's like it's, it's bananas. It really is a cinematic comic book universe, bro. Yeah, <laughs> and it's gonna be and it's gonna be unmatched and because it keeps yeah, going. Yeah, and it's only getting yeah, and it keeps going. It's getting bigger. Oh man! Woo! Luckily, we'll be here categorizing every single step of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, including at the Disney Plus stuff, where we actually are going to be tackling Loki next week. Uh, final episode of Loki will be out the same day that this episode comes out. I actually and just watched the second to last episode on that. It's getting crazy. Some glorious that was purposes cool. happening. That was cool. Yeah, it's going down, man. So um, if you are a fan of the Loki series, make sure that you're paying attention to this because next week we'll be going uh, full in on all things Loki. But thank you for listening to this um, episode of the podcast. Again, I'm unapologetically a fan of this film. I actually do believe that upon more rewatches, I'll end up liking it more. Um, mm -hmm. I, I'm I, definitely going to watch it again. I miss this, its simplicity. I miss, I miss films feeling this simple. One of the last major new film releases that I've gotten was a four hour film this year. So <laughs> something a little bit, a little bit, <laughs> a little bit more humorous and a little bit more punchy felt good. Right. Uh, so, so keep it, keep it going. Oh, also want to say, I thought I was like big, tough, whatever, watching this film. Uh, as soon as the Marvel credits hit up in the beginning, I got goosebumps. Dude, so, I got goosebumps too, because it's, it's new. They yeah. fixed it. They fixed it up. They switched stuff around. They added yeah. new things in between the letters. In, I mean, inside the letters. Yeah. Oh man, I was I was so happy for that. I, and they and they they treat us so good. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they do. I feel like <laughs> they treat us so good. I'm like a lap dog. Shit, <laughs> they just keep man. petting me and giving me content. I'll be fine. Jesus. Um, but. Yeah, thank you for listening to this episode of the Major Issues Podcast. Next week, we got Loki on deck. But as you know, or if you don't, every single episode of the Major Issues Podcast is available at comicbookclick.com, which is where all of our merchandise exists, where articles written by yourself and other members of the cliff, Click exist. I'm doing what's called a Loki, Loki recap once a week. Uh, where I'm just giving out my general thoughts and crazy predictions, not getting any of them right, but still liking what's going on. Um, you know, so go ahead and read those. But yeah, over 180 episodes of the Major Issues podcast exist on comicbookclick.com. Um, but if you already have a podcast app already in your phone, that's fine. You can still find major issues on it because we're available on all the podcast apps, Podbean, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, the Apple Podcast app, TuneFind, uh, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube. In every single timeline. Exactly. In all the single timeline. And guess what? In all countries. 
in countries around the world, which is fantastic. Our reach is out there. We're putting out the good stuff. We're not like Drake off. Okay. We don't got a bunch of red yeah. dots on the screen. We have all you lovely listeners from all over the world uh, tuning in and making this the greatest podcast of all time. So keep liking, sharing, subscribing, keep telling a friend to tell a friend. Let's extend our reach. You understand? Give us five stars. Rate and review us on iTunes. It's the quickest way for us to grow as podcasters and find out what you like and what you don't. Because I've been to the future uh, where we do become the latest and greatest thing to come to comic books and comic book media. Can't tell you how that happened. If I did, then I would have to put a chip in your head and it'd be a whole thing. Um, you wouldn't like it. Uh, so just believe me when I say get on the bandwagon before the bandwagon gets full. If there's anybody you love, put them on the bandwagon before the bandwagon gets full. <laughs> uh, you know? And um, yeah, join us next week for Loki. Also, if you want to help us financially, keep the lights on here uh, for as little as 10 cents a day, $3 a month. You can help us independent content creators produce more stuff for major issues podcast. We got some big things coming down the pike, I believe is the, is the phrase. Um, and I'm excited about some of them, but yeah, the more support that we can get, the more we can branch out in some of these ventures. And I'm really excited for the year 2021 that we're going to have. Uh, so thank you guys all for supporting financially. Thank you to those who haven't, but have bought a shirt, have listened to the podcast, have left a review, all those things help us. But the one thing that I truly love about this group is that we get engagement. Talk to us. We want to hear you guys. Yeah. Facebook.com slash comic book click, Instagram at comic book click, or use the hashtag comic book click to talk about the newest, hottest, latest, and greatest things to come to comic books and comic book media. We're also at major issues CBC, We're always posting dank memes, stuff about the major issues schedule, and uh, overall comic book news. So follow all those things. I know we're going to have the MCU films are very popular on the on the Yes, cast. they are. And now, do you want to know? You want to know what's funny? I just ran past something that said Marvel is done with massive multi-movie deals for actors. Oh, I, I, I love that. I can talk about that real quick. It's this idea of they used to have to beg people and say, "Listen, no, we'll keep you mm -hmm. engaged for ten but years." But now everybody wants to be peace. Yeah. So they got to tell everybody, whoa, 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 calm down. Yeah, and I'm sorry for all the Megan Fox fans out there. An article had recently <laughs> come out that was like Megan Fox. Uh, shares her desire to be part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And I'm like, um, you mean Megan Fox shares her desire to want to be paid like if she's somebody who is in the Marvel <laughs> Cinematic Universe? Because it's been going on for 10 years, ma'am, and you've not said a word, not even a lick when you were getting that Transformers money. What's going on here? I don't think you want to be in it as much as you want uh, those uh, Kevin Feige-sized checks. But to each his own. Who am I to gatekeep? You can play whoever you want to play in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Megan Fox. Just like we play our roles every single week here on the Major Issues Podcast. But that'll be it for this Black Widow episode. My name is George Serrano, a.k.a. The Don. I am Claudius Maximus. Let them know what it is. And this has been our Black Widow recap and review. And remember, whether you're lying about fighting Captain America, singing bye-bye Miss American Pie, or consider yourself a poser sometimes, remember, it's all about family. Remember, we are the clique. And remember, you, yes, you, are worthy. Are worthy.